Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill Education. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our management portfolio. Today's topic, examining the strategic implications of big data with strategy students. Our guest, Jerry McNamara. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Tell our audience a little about yourself. Uh, So as you say, my name is Jerry McNamara. I'm the Broad Professor of Management at Michigan State University. I've been at Michigan State for about 20 years now. I did my doctorate at the University of Minnesota. And uh, I study in my research uh, decision-making and how managers make choices, which I think relates to how they use data, which is why I'm interested in the topic today. Excellent. So what do you mean by big data? Well, technically, big data simply refers to massive data sets that can't be analyzed using traditional spreadsheets or other analytic tools. But today, what we really mean by it is the way businesses use data they can collect about behavior of uh, consumers, about changes in markets, and go dive deep into large data sets to better understand their business. Uh, And so we've got companies like Google that that, uh, analyze data to figure out the choices that uh, search patterns happen to better serve their customers. Uh, All of this is is big data, sometimes referred to as data analytics. Um, And what we find is as as products grow with the Internet of Things, where uh, a lot of different products are connected to the Internet and data can flow back to companies about how the products are being used, there's troves of new data that they uh, don't really know how to fully utilize yet. And they're just figuring out how to use in their competitive markets. Jerry, how are these changes and the growth in data analytics affecting business education and business in general? Yeah, I think... In, in business, starting there, I think uh, some companies, especially in, in really core technology industries, they're figuring out fairly well how to leverage this data. But other companies uh, are, are struggling with it. I've done uh, recent visits in, uh, in the last couple of years with Home Depot, with Wendy's, just sort of traditional companies you might think of. And they're trying to understand how they can better understand their customers, how they can better understand market trends, how they can really advance their business by better using data. And they're struggling with that. And we see that flowing back into business education, where there's a growth of data analytics uh, programs uh, that are being offered at Michigan State. We have a master's of science in data analytics to give uh, young business professionals the tools they need to leverage this data. And so we see it happening, making changes in education, but also uh, massive changes across the wide industry spectrum. And how does this affect the strategy course that you often teach? So here's the thing that is, is kind of fun for me is that it doesn't have to. I mean, you can teach a strategy course the way we've always done it before and not really dive into big data, data analytics. But I think we're leaving our students short of what they need to really do well and advance in their careers and help their organizations today. So I think there's a real opportunity to bring it in to help them better understand the strategic implications of big data. Because most of what we see a lot of corporations doing is they're using it to tweak things. How do I send out, you know, one of the major retailers in Michigan where I live is a, is a, a grocery chain called Meyer. And what Meyer does is they keep track of customers' purchases and they push coupons out to them to pull them in the store. It generates a little bit of traffic, but it's really operational in what they're doing. One of the things that I think is interesting to think about the next wave of students, the next wave of business professionals, are going they'll be better equipped to figure out how to leverage this for the strategic advantage of their firms. And if we get the students thinking about this now in this strategy course, 
they'll be the voices for this in their corporations in coming years, and I think really equip them to do well in their in their business careers. How do you discuss this with the students in your class? Well, what, what I try to do is I try to embed it in a range of topics we use throughout the term. So, for example, one of the topics we talk regularly talk about in a strategy class is understanding your external environment, the industry that you're in, and even larger, uh, a larger macro uh, environmental uh, conditions like uh, the economic conditions and cultural shifts and this sort of thing. And what I found interesting is giving student, forcing students to think about what are the implications of this. As we're talking about this, say, for example, the macro environment, I will bring in what are the hot topics being talked about on Twitter. Uh, what are the major search terms at that time? And I'll throw them up on a screen, throw the top 10 of them up there and ask them, you know, what companies are being affected by this? How would you respond to this? How concerned would you be about this? And it's funny because the students grapple with it, which I think is interesting because they live in this world of data. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, uh, they're, they're, they're searching all the time. They, they actually know a lot about data as users in their personal life. But it forced them to get out of that comfort zone, think about how, do, how would I use it if I were a manager? How would I make sense of it if I were running a company? It gets them thinking, a little bit of a challenge for them. But one of the things that I find ironic is they sometimes jump right onto it. I think it's huge, the thing that's going on right now. And then I'll pull out what were the top search terms, the top tweets six months ago, and which ones have staying power? And trying to talk with them about how you look at these data, how you see what trends are going on, how you draw from this to draw longer term implications and not simply get caught up in the minimal, what's going on right now. And so I think that helps them grow. And then when we get into later, later topics, uh, like we might talk about, uh, uh, one of the things we talk about is how a firm differentiates themselves, how they make themselves different from others in their market. And what I, what I emphasize there is you can actually use data to reinforce that over time. And I actually have a, an example I sometimes use, which is not very exciting for them, but I think gives a good input on it. And the company is Caterpillar Tractor, earth-moving equipment firm. Some company, they may have seen the tractors. The little boys may have played with them when they were kids, but they, have, but they don't really have a good sense of the company. But when we talk about it, one of the things that's apparent is the major thing that company do, has done historically to differentiate himself, themselves is they're seen as providing great customer service. They've had a, a, a rule for the last 50 or 60 years that they could give a repair part anywhere in the world within 24 hours to a tractor that breaks down. And so Caterpillar, knowing that, when they looked at big data and they started embedding chips into their, into their equipment they were manufacturing, they were getting all sorts of data on how, the, how they were performing. And what they started to figure out is they could predict when something was going to break. And they, so they started then warning their customers that this part is about to go. And they would pre-order the part to go there and sometimes even go in and replace before it break. But if it did break, they could be there in a matter of hours to fix it. So they simply use that data to reinforce what they are. And I think that's a great example of how big data is only useful if it helps reinforce what you really are as a company. And so we talk about ways that you, know, you can reinforce differentiation, you continue to cut costs, you continue to be more innovative, whatever you're doing by leveraging data. So when we do case studies in, in, the, in the course, we talk about a company and we'll just do it plain vanilla, but then I'll say, okay, let's big, take it back to the big data question. What type of data would you want if you were a company here? How would you get it? And how would you leverage it to make your company more than they are right now? and keep yourself one step ahead of the competition. And I think there's opportunities there with that, that if we get our students thinking about this, they'll have insights that they wouldn't otherwise have. And that simply makes it richer and it makes it more real to their lives because 
they do live in this world of data. And so it sounds like you intersperse it throughout. These are some really great examples that I'm sure some of your peers will pick up and use in the classroom as well. Oh, they're, st- they're stealing my best stuff. No, right. I'm, I'm happy stealing to share Stealing your this. thunder, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, how do you position those benefits to your students? Well, one of the things I try to do with students, uh, the, the challenge of the strategy, strategy course in general, especially with undergraduates, is they're getting degrees in accounting and finance, marketing, something uh, tactical, something functionally based. And the strategy course seems like something that doesn't really affect their daily existence. But one of the things I try to go through it as a general theme in a bigger sense is trying to say it is relevant to their careers. But one of the ways I can do this here is with uh, this big data conversation is I can tell them, even when you're a a junior team member, uh, I'll tell you if you're on a team where it's got six or eight people on it and they're varying, varying ages, the people my age are going to look to you to give the insights on tech, on this social media, on this big data, because, you know, it's not as natural for us uh, in general. And so what you can do is that can give you a voice to really set yourself apart early in your career that you can provide input to your company, insights about how to look at data, insights into what type of data we might want to collect, insights into how to leverage it to extend our competitive advantage, whether it's in my team, inside the organization, whether it's my division inside a company, whether it's inside the the entire company. You've got an opportunity there to actually show yourselves to be competent early on. And by the way, to separate yourself from the competition, which are the other younger uh, professionals in your organization, and that'll help your career advancement. I think there's real opportunities to help them be the best employee they can be and get on the best career trajectory as possible. These have been really some great tips. Any additional highlights that you'd like to share with your colleagues before we wrap? Yeah, I think the only thing I'd, I'd say is, it, and it goes back to something I said before, these students live in this world. They think they know all about data, and they think those of us who are older maybe don't quite understand it so much, but I don't think they've really thought through what the implications of it are in, in a larger sense. And so I think this is a great opportunity for you to show as an instructor the greater context, the greater picture, step it out and let them see something bigger and challenge them to see that and challenge them to think in a way that they haven't thought before. And I think if you do that, you're going to find it's a really good experience in the classroom. The students will find it very valuable and you'll feel it, find it rewarding as an instructor. Well, thank you so much for your time today and joining us. We appreciate your experience and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.